One chant often sung during the Christmas season is the introit Puernatus es nobis, or A Boy Was Born Unto Us. Heinrich Isaac's polyphonic setting of Puernatus is but one of over 300 settings contained within his collection of sacred music, the Choralis Constantinus. Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani, and this hour, Harmonia celebrates the holidays with seasonal settings and angelic appearances. We'll hear Renaissance composers' settings of chants for Christmas, including Isaac's Puernatus Est, and we'll behold earthly visitations by angels bringing glad tidings, plus a retelling of the Christmas story as our featured release by Theatre of Voices and Ars Nova Copenhagen. Let's take a quick look back in time. We spun the wheel and it landed on 1512. Habsburg Emperor Maximilian I commissioned a series of 218 prints from German painter and printmaker Hans Burgmeier, 135 of which were completed by the Emperor's death. The highly ambitious work would help demonstrate the extent of Maximilian's wealth and immortalize him as a powerful patron of the arts. Each passing print continues the triumphant procession of Maximilian and his retinue. One, entitled The Fifers of the Emperor, features ten horse-mounted musicians with reed instruments raised. Other prints feature their own rank and file of complementarily dressed musicians, notably combined ensembles of wind players with bowed and plucked string players. These offer further proof of the variety of talent then within the Emperor's service. Working within the court of Maximilian I at this time was the Franco-Flemish composer Heinrich Isaac. Oddly, Isaac's position did not seem to require that he remain at court, nor did it hold him to duties such as training choir boys and conducting choirs. Rather, during his employment, Isaac traveled frequently to cities such as Florence, Ferrara, Innsbruck, and Vienna. In 1512, Niccolo Machiavelli, one of the most renowned political philosophers of the Renaissance, was expelled from his diplomatic office by members of the Medici. A year later, he was charged with conspiring against Florentine heads of state and arrested. Although subjected to severe torture during his imprisonment, Machiavelli denied all accusations. When finally released, he substituted involvement with intellectual circles for his previous civic duties and returned to his writing with great fervor. At the behest of his son, the German organist, lutenist, and composer Arnold Schlick compiled and published one of the earliest collections of works for organ and lute in 1512. Schlick's Tablatures of Several Canticles and Songs for Organ and Lute includes ten compositions and entabulations for organ and fifteen for lute. Also included is correspondence between Schlick and his son, from which we can gather details of the former's life, such as his travels within the Low Countries, his plans for future publications, and the opposition of his musical ideas to those of composer and theorist Sebastian Fürdung. 1512 also marks the birth of James V, who reigned over Scotland from his infancy until his death. According to Sir Thomas Wood, James was a highly skilled lutenist with a refined ear. He would also have been an excellent singer, but for his rocky and harsk voice. 
a legend developed around James due to accounts of his wandering the Scottish countryside masquerading as a commoner. This legend earned him the nickname the King of the Commons. This has been a glimpse back in time to the year 1512. I'm Angela Mariani. You can find more about the people, events, and music from this era online in our blog section, along with early music t-shirts, totes, and books in our gift store. Find it all at harmoniaearlymusic.org. It's time to celebrate the holidays with a selection of motets based on chants for the Christmas season. Our first chant is Puer Natus Est Nobis, an introit that celebrates Christ's birth. Its text reads, A child is born to us, and a son is given to us, whose government is upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called the Angel of the Great Council. A motet would often complement or draw from the lesson of the worship service. Renaissance composer Heinrich Fink's setting of Puer Natus Es Nobis was intended to be sung during the third Mass on Christmas Day.
Renaissance music inspired by chants for the Christmas season. We heard Heinrich Fink's setting of Puernatus es Nobis, sung by Capilla Flamenza, followed by Heinrich Isaac's setting of the same chant, performed by the Clemenza consort. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music. Hundreds of archived episodes, playlists, and podcasts can be found online at harmoniaearlymusic.org. We're celebrating the holidays, listening to motets based on chants for the Christmas season. Our next chant is Alma Redemptoris Mater, a hymn in praise of the Virgin Mary. The ways in which composers incorporated chant melodies into their compositions were often ingenious. One composer might spread a chant melody over the course of a motet as a long note cantus firmus. Another might use parts of a chant melody to begin an imitative point. Yet another might manipulate a chant melody just so in order to create a canon. Let's listen to Johannes Ockeghem's setting of Alma Redemptoris Mater, which features a brief glimmer of the chant melody in the first sounding voice. Following that, we'll hear English Renaissance composer Peter Phillips do the same, but with a bit of embellishment.
We heard two Renaissance works inspired by chants for the Christmas season. The Oxford Camerata, directed by Jeremy Summerlee, performed Johannes Ockeghem's setting of the Marian antiphon Alma Redemptoris Mater. Following that, a setting of the same chant by Renaissance composer Peter Phillips, sung by the Tudor Consort. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, publisher of Early Music America magazine, on the web at earlymusic.org. I'm Angela Mariani. Welcome back to Harmonia. We continue our holiday festivities with music featuring angels. We'll explore three earthly angelic visitations. Each angel arrives with joyous tidings and proof of God's presence on earth. The chant Angelus Ad Pastores recounts the revelation of Christ's birth imparted by an angel to a group of awestruck shepherds. The angel descends upon a field at night and cries, I bring you tidings of great joy, for unto you is born this day the Savior of the world. Alleluia. Seventeenth-century German composer Heinrich Scheidemann arranged Orlando de Lasso's setting of Angelus Ad Pastores for organ, adding to the work his own variation and ornamentation.
we heard Bernard Foucroul play Heinrich Scheidemann's elaboration on a motet by Orlando de Lasso. Another well-known biblical scene recounts a visitation made by the angel Gabriel. Appearing to Mary, Gabriel comforts the frightened maid and praises her for the great birth to come. In the motet Netimeas Maria, Gabriel calms Mary's doubts regarding the miraculous news of her immaculate conception. Fear not, he says, for you have found favor with the Lord. Behold, you shall conceive and bring forth a son, and he shall be called the Son of the Most High. We heard Antonio Coma's motet, Netimeas Maria, from a recording of his Sacre Canciones, performed by Francesco Tazzini. In the motet Duo Seraphim, two angels cry to one another, Holy is the Lord God of hosts, the whole earth is full of his glory. During the 16th and 17th centuries, this dramatic angelic duo enjoyed much popularity among composers such as Claudio Monteverdi, who included the setting in his famous 1610 Vespers for the Blessed Virgin. Tomás Luis de Victoria and Francisco Guerrero also set the text. 
Listen for the duo of soprano and alto voices that begins Guerrero's setting. It may be that Guerrero attempted to render the angel's annunciation through an artful use of lofty range.
We heard Francisco Guerrero's setting of Duo Seraphim, performed by the Rose Ensemble. You can become a fan of Harmonia Early Music on Facebook or follow our updates all week long on Twitter. Just search for Harmonia. On our featured release, Theatre of Voices joins with Ars Nova Copenhagen under the direction of Paul Hillier. The recording, entitled The Christmas Story, takes its inspiration from the Festival of Nine Lessons and Carols, which originated at King's College, Cambridge, in 1918. This festival is structured around nine biblical readings that alternate with well-known hymns and carols. This recording includes festive pieces from the Middle Ages to the 19th century and from all over Europe. From Italy, we'll hear Biagio Tomasi's Dum Deambulare Dominus in Paradisum. From Germany, Johannes Eckhard's Maria Waldzum Heiligtum. And from England, William Byrd's O Magnum Mysterium.
we heard excerpts from our featured release, The Christmas Story, performed by Theatre of Voices and Ars Nova Copenhagen, under the direction of Paul Hillier. Interested in expanding your own early music collection? Each week, we review recordings new and old on the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Support for Harmonia is made possible in part by the Crystal DeHaan Family Foundation, serving organizations in central Indiana and recognizing the children and families of Crystal House International. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any aspect of this program. You can leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org and clicking on Contact. The writer for this edition of Harmonia is Laura Osterland. Thanks to our studio engineer Mike Pashkash and our staff, David Wood, John Bailey, Anna Pranger, and Luann Johnson. Additional technical support comes from KOHM at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Carrie Boyce is our executive producer, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. <laughs>